Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're about to hear a mini-sode from our WhatsApp Araling Panlipunan Rebooted podcast. It's part of our mini-series on the fierce and fascinating Filipinas from history. And we're proud to say that the series is now a set of children's books. We now have wonderful illustrations to match the audio you're listening to. The fantastic Filipinas books written by me, Siege Tantengo, and my WhatsApp co-host, Sab Schnabel, are available on the Kado Publishing website. That's Kado Publishing, K-A-D-O Publishing.com slash shop. Welcome to WhatsApp, Araling Palipunan Rebooted. I'm Siege Tantenko, Puma Podcast. I'm a history nerd who thinks that appreciating women today starts with celebrating the women of the past. Women who helped us get to where we are. To celebrate Women's Month, we'll introduce you to fierce and fascinating Filipinas you should know. You've already met Gabriela Silang and Pura Villanueva. And now, we're at the turn of the century. Take out a 1,000 peso bill. Do you see the woman on it? Her name is Josefa Llanes Escoda. You may have heard of her. She's best known for being a suffragist and being the founder of the Girl Scouts of the Philippines. But she made it on the bill because she was also a resistance fighter during the Japanese occupation. Josefa, who is known as Peppa to her family, was born in 1898, the same year as our Declaration of Independence from Spain. Born in Ilocos to a big family, Peppa excelled at school. She was described as a bright and precocious child and was top of her class at Dingras High School. She graduated with a teaching degree from the Philippine Normal College. She was so accomplished that the Red Cross sent her to get a sociology degree from Columbia University. And while she was in New York, she gave lectures on sociology in full Filipiniana to call attention to our national dress. I love that. Think of how homegrown brands and traditional textiles are having a moment right now. Josefa was on that train decades ago. While she was in America, she married a man named Antonio Escoda. In 1933, she started training and scouting and brought those skills back home to train others. She started the Girl Scouts of the Philippines, but was still being sent around the world to learn from other troops. In 1939, while touring the General Federation of Women's Clubs and the Girl Scouts, the war broke out in Europe, and Peppa and her husband returned home. Because Peppa was not only a great leader, but a great organizer too, as soon as she was back in Manila, she started rallying her version of troops, the National Federation of Women's Clubs. These were associations of women who advocated for women's suffrage, raised funds, and set up support for women's issues like childcare. They were also capable homemakers ready to weaponize their skill for the war effort. There were gardens to cultivate, 
food parcels to prepare, first aid stations to set up, and evacuation centers to establish. When we think about warriors, we often think about women who died in battle. And there have been many Filipinas who did that. But Peppa was a general in her own right. She was the leader of a logistics war. Despite being, quote-unquote, dissolved, her Girl Scouts acted as couriers for secret messages between families and war prisoners, compiling the names and addresses of Filipino prisoners of war, and assembling donations of everything, from clothes to coconut shells to be used as plates. Later in the war, Peppa set up community kitchens. She befriended the Japanese and even created a cafe to take advantage of their trust and pass on information to the resistance, all the while keeping up her facade of being a society social worker. In 1945, her and Antonio's actions with the underground were discovered and punished. They were taken to Fort Santiago and tortured. Her last words were reported to be, If you survive, tell the people that the women of the Philippines did their part in making the ember sparks of truth and liberty alive till the last moment. It's important to remember the invisible contributions to war efforts. When the Japanese marched into the Philippines, they were raging a war against a people who they thought were inferior to them. But we weren't. We found a way to survive. And it wasn't just our guerrilla fighters and heroic soldiers who gave their lives. It was also people like the Girl Scouts and the Catholic League and the various women's clubs who supported the resistance in a million little ways, led by their general, Pepa Lianes Escoda, who gave up her life for her country. So the next time you see a thousand peso bill, think about Peppa and all the people who work tirelessly behind the scenes. We've got more mini-sodes coming your way this Women's Month. Subscribe to WhatsApp Araling Panlipunan Rebooted on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Also, join the discussion and check out our favorite history memes. Follow us on Twitter at History Rebooted, on Facebook.com slash History Rebooted, and on Instagram at History.Rebooted. Again, I'm your host, Siege Tantenko, Puma Podcast. You'll hear my co-host, Sab Schnabel, in the next minisodes. This episode was produced by Josa Quinones and edited by Nina Toralba.